0: Hey, hey, friends. Welcome to Let's Have Tea. I'm your host, Rebecca. This is a place that you can meet up with some friends to grow in God's Word. It's a place to slow down in life, a place that you can soak in God's presence while you sip on your hot cup of coffee, hot glass of tea, or even a glass of Coke. But why tea? Why did I choose Let's Have Tea? Think about a tea bag. If you're making tea and the longer you leave that tea bag in that hot water, the stronger it's going to get. God's word tells us in Psalms 27:14, wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart be courageous. Wait for the Lord. The longer we remain in his word, the longer we remain in his presence, the stronger we are going to get. So join us as we go through each day just learning about God, learning more of his word and more more of his character, and just stepping out in faith and taking him at his word. Hey, hey. Hi.
1: Hey y'all.
0: We made it. It's Wednesday.
1: Third day. I got hungry again, about three.
0: That's normal.
1: Yeah, it's normal. All right.
0: Okay, um, last night, I apologize. I was so tired
1: <laughs> and it was
0: early. It was like seven thirty, eight o'clock when we started recording. Yeah. Oh, I was tired, but anyway, so I apologize. But uh, last night I talked about, tonight, us talking about our authority Um, keys and binding and loosing. So, that is...
1: It's going to be a lot of topics that we're going to cover this afternoon. And it's it's, it's topics that is really going to be crucial in understanding what we're talking about.
0: So, let's start out in Mark... Chapter 1, verses... And I kind of give him a heads up. I, I felt really bad last night.
1: It's okay.
0: Um, but I have them underlined now, so he still doesn't know where we're going, but um, he has a little heads up. But. You ready? Mark 1, verses 21 through 28.
1: All right, this is my NLT Bible still. Uh, Jesus and his companions went to the town of Capran. Uh, Capernaum. When the Sabbath day came, he went into the synagogue and began to teach. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. The people were amazed at his teaching, for he he taught with real authority, quite unlike the teachers of of religious law. Suddenly, a man in the synagogue who was possessed by an evil spirit cried out why are you interfering with us jesus of nazareth have you come to destroy us i know who you are the holy one of god verse 25 but jesus reprimanded 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 sorry him be quiet and come out of the man, he ordered. At that, the evil spirit screamed, threw the man into a convulsion, then came out of him. Verse 27, amazement gripped the audience, and they began to discuss what had happened. What sort of new teaching is this, they asked excitedly. It has such authority even evil spirits obeys his orders. The news about Jesus spread quickly throughout the entire region of Galilee.
0: all right, so that was a big chunk of scripture but and this is in the passion it says so we'll just i'll start in um twenty one it says then Jesus and his disciples. Went to Capernaum and he immediately started teaching on the Sabbath day in the synagogue. The people were awestruck and overwhelmed by his teaching. Why? Because he taught in a way that demonstrated God's authority, which was quite unlike the religious scholars. Did you say scribes? Uh I
1: don't remember. Verse twenty one, twenty two. They're religious, uh, unlike the teachers of religious law.
0: All right, well, they I were... I don't have my uh, other Bible. Uh, verse 22, scribes, they're experts of the law. So they were teaching not on authority. Yeah. So we're going to dig into a little bit more of what is this authority that Jesus Yes, teaching. Them. So let's go to. It's getting really dark outside. Matthew twenty-eight, verses eighteen and
1: nineteen. Matthew twenty-eight, verse eighteen. Jesus came and told his disciples, "I have given all authority in heaven and on earth. I have been. Uh, I have been given." I'm sorry, we got to say that right because this is the Great Commission. It says, Jesus came and told His disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go make and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all commands I have given you and be sure of this. I am with you even to the ends of of the earth. Uh age, I'm sorry. I can't stop at just 19. No,
0: it's That's different. the
1: I love preaching on the Great Commission because it's it's so powerful. It tells us what our job is. It tells us what we're supposed to do. So
0: if you jump back up to verse I think that's 19. Then Jesus came close to them and said, All the authority of the universe has been given to me. So that's what he's saying. All you know, I have all of this authority, it's been given to him. Now, wherever you go, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So he's imparting, he's delegating. His disciples, that authority. It's just like becoming um, a police officer, or being installed into, just like um, you know, the presidential. What's it called? Like the day he's the
1: inauguration.
0: Uh, inauguration. Yeah, the inauguration.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, that they have the authority to. Um, Finalize everything for him, uh, the president being in office, or a police officer. You know, they go through school. They are
1: um, they are defu- trained in deputized. A certain way. Yeah, deputized. So they
0: have. They're now considered the authority. You know, you hear the news or read the paper. The authorities are looking for. Well, y'all, you know, well, the That's the police. So Jesus has um, delegated this authority. To was that lightning? I
1: don't
0: know. To his um, disciples, so that's how we get our authority. If you're a born again believer, and um, Jesus has the authority, then when you become that born again believer, he's delegating you some authority. So, um Luke chapter 10, oh, you're already there, verse
1: 17 through
0: 20, Luke 10, 17
1: through 20. All right. When the 72 disciples returned, they joyfully reported to him, Lord, even demons obey us when we use your name, yes, yes. Jesus told them, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. How far am I going? 20? Yes, sir. Uh, Look, I have given you authority over all the powers of the enemy, and you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you.
0: All right, so I love what they say in 17. The 72 that he had sent out... They come back and they said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. Remember last night we were talking um, when, when you say something in the name of Jesus? Yeah. You know, if you are praying for someone or... Um,
1: Any, that, most believers have been taught to pray in the name of Jesus. But until you understand the authority that that gives you and until you understand the authority that it gives you to pray in the name of Jesus. And what happens when you pray in with that authority in the name of Jesus, you uh, you really don't understand the authority right. unless like, you understand the authority. Right.
0: It would be just like you're a born again believer. You know, you've been saved baptized but until you know your authority as that born again believer it would be and and, and there's no comparison but it would be just like you having a signed check in your mailbox and you you make it out you can make it out (laughs) for a dollar or you can make it out for as much you know as Whatever Let's I was be... trying
1: to think of an example, but i I can't beat that one that's
0: um it's there. <laughs> you just have to receive it
1: it's it's like being the boss to have- and it says against all evil snares mm-hmm. uh, against all everything that the date uh that the devil has, you're the boss over all that, mm-hmm. but you've got to be able to use that authority and know how to use that authority.
0: Okay. Verse uh, 19, it says, Look, I have given you the authority. I've given you the authority to trample on snakes and scorpions. Does that physically mean snakes and scorpions? It's just an illustration um, from what I've been taught or from what I understand. Nothing's going to hurt you. If yeah. You go in the name of Jesus.
1: Um, have you ever had to st- stump on a snake? I've been that close to it. A scorpion, you see one. I've worked in the woods for many years. You walk up on a scorpion, you stomp it. And those <laughs> smaller uh, snakes, no. you know, you get right up on them, and you ain't going to just jump back when it's a little snake, and you're right there on top of it.
0: Oh, oh, you oh, yes. stomp it. Oh, yes. But anyway, thank God for that authority. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so now... Let's go to. That's the rain. It's raining. Let's go to. Okay, now we have authority. So let's. Um, oh. Let's okay. go to Matthew chapter sixteen, verse nineteen. Matthew sixteen
1: nineteen. And. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven, and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. This is this is another point that we really need to understand, and uh, it's 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 one of the ones. What does the Passion say? Well, oh, I
0: gotta find it.
1: over here. Yeah, that's it.
0: I will give you the keys of heaven's kingdom realm to forbid on earth that which is forbidden in heaven and to release on earth that which is released in heaven. And then it says, he then gave his disciples strict orders not to tell anyone that he was God's anointed one.
1: Okay. That was before uh... You could go out and say hey the Messiah is here alright we've been given all that so we need to understand uh, there's no sickness in, in heaven there's no bad in heaven there's nothing that's gonna that's, I come home and today it was a stressful day for me when we get to heaven I'm not gonna have any more stressful days when we get to heaven all those bad days are gonna be behind us so when we release what heaven has for us we're releasing good we're releasing joy we're releasing praises and worshiping god and we're releasing all the good things instead of staying in that negative bad state we're releasing all the things that can lift us up and i'm so sorry i just overtook you on that
0: so if you have been around me for just i mean even just a short time I usually have a necklace on that has a key on it. It has a key and a little charm, and on the key, it stamped the word faith, and on the little charm, it says Isaiah twenty-two, twenty-two. And I had a lady make me that necklace. December of. I don't remember December it was um, because we went out to Shanna's and picked it up on New Year's Eve Yeah. so December 31st of 2016 and I always had a fascination with keys had no idea why Um, and then once I grabbed hold of I will give you the keys of heaven's kingdom realm. Those keys are right here. Well, this is only half this is only the New Testament, but the whole Bible. Um it's his promises. And I do have on and when I wear it it's kind of short. Um, that's the first thing Caddison grabs when she sees it. Yeah. She wants to hold on to it. And I'm like, baby girl, you hold on to those promises. You hold <laughs> you take that key, you've got authority. <laughs> And, but we used those keys when they were faced with infertility.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's, um we really, um, I think that's the same time I bought that jar of keys.
1: It is. It is.
0: And. Um, and
1: all of this was going on at the same time. And we was learning more about the keys. We was learning more about the authority. So we was learning more about all this. And we learned patience during all this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have any. But I have a key on today. I mean, usually I have a key on some... Usually I have my short necklace on. Yeah. But, um, but there is once you grab hold of it, and study it, and know I have authority. My child does not have to be sick. I do not have to be sick. My spouse does not have to be sick. And, you know, we, because that was paid for, read Isaiah 53, chapter 53, yeah. three, four, and five. So, we have that authority, and,
1: it was, it was paid for on the cross. I, I, I want to make sure we understand that. Through the blood of Jesus, Sorry. what Jesus went through, it was paid for through all of that process. Through the...
0: And I don't think I said that keys are symbolic to authority. No,
1: you didn't. Um,
0: and then Isaiah, I think it's... We all... didn't
1: go to that one. Where,
0: well, we
1: have it. I know. Oh, okay. Did you do? Um, uh, did you read Matthew eighteen eighteen? That's where I'm at now.
0: That's
1: what I'm looking
0: at. Okay. Yeah. Matthew eighteen eighteen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I tell you the truth. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven, and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Just
0: remember, we have authority. And, oh, and let me look at it in my bible
1: yeah because there's there's something more to that i'm gonna let make you read it in that uh it's christian standard bible ain't it well it's i thought it was that
0: was the scripture.
1: it was wrote what there? okay let's
0: well, see i thought i wrote it in my bible yeah okay so matthew 18:18 18, 18, in mine it says truly i tell you whatever you bind on earth will have been bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will have been loosed in heaven. So the word truly.
1: It's very busy outside. Yeah, it's it's busy. raining and noisy.
0: Um, when you see the word truly, it means in accordance with fact or truth. Yeah. So truly. I tell you, you know, he's like, I'm, I'm telling you the truth. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. What you allow on the earth, what you, you know, what you forbid. So you might be saying, "Well, I don't understand this binding and loosing." Um, we bind up, or we bind to tie up anything that the Lord forbids. We loose the things that the Lord
1: allows we talk go ahead Uh, you go
0: ahead
1: well I lost my train of thought I'm sorry it was the hand motion
0: yeah you scared me when you said
1: that (laughs) we bind those things we tie up those things anything that the Lord forbids alright what I wanted to say about that is we tie up all those things that we know and now since we've been three days in the past and I know the devil has used everything in the world against me And I know it's been tough. And boy, I mean, it just comes at me all at one time. And it comes at me all day long while I'm fasting. And it comes at me all day and I sit there and I try to pray. And it just keeps coming. But I know that the Lord is not wanting me to be stressed out. The Lord don't want me to to have a confused mind. He said he wants me to have a, a straight mind, a sound mind. So I'm going to bind up, tie up all those things that are keeping me away from praying and fasting for God. I'm going to bind all those things up because I don't want that stuff to hold me back from what God has. The things that uh, we lose, the things that the Lord allows, we lose those things. I have a sound mind. I don't have a a mind that is always stressed out. I have a sound mind, I make sound decisions when I do this, I do it with the authority of jesus christ and when i when I do these things, I have prayed about them and Lord, I know this is what you have for me or or, or that I'm going through. I know that you are guiding me through these things, and you have to proclaim those things, and you have to say, i loosed I loose just power and authority, your power and authority over every decision I make. I loose the the financial blessings over me. I bind up all those thoughts of me always being just living week to week, Lord. I know that you want me to be blessed financially, healthy, spiritually, Lord, I, I loose all those things here on earth. I bind up where the devil is trying to confuse me and keep me out of your will.
0: Um, John ten ten. We talked about it. I don't remember what night it was. Sunday night.
1: Every night. <laughs> and
0: the first part of it says the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Well, you think of it's you know one o'clock in the morning and your child wakes you up and they're burning up with fever.
1: Yeah.
0: That's the perfect example. You bind that fever up in the name of Jesus and you release healing to flow over that child, or you know a spirit of fear. You know, all of a sudden, you're fearful <clears throat> over what might happen. Well, you bind up that spirit of fear, and you loose the heal, the, um, the not uh, a spirit of love and of a sound mind, because we do not have a spirit of fear.
1: Let's let's make this one step further, because since you said it like that, wake up at one o'clock in the morning, your child's running a fever. What's the first thing they say with this virus if you're running a fever? Mm-hmm. So that fear will overtake you. That fear will overtake you to take your mind off of God and everything else. But you need to always remember that fear, when that fear comes on, I have a sound mind. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Jesus prayed. Was it Mary or Martha? Which one had the fever? I can't remember. But anyway, he prayed for one of them to have a fever. It was uh, one of them. And they got up and they was able to serve Jesus. That fever left them. So if you get a fever, if somebody in your family gets or just a fever,
0: any kind of sickness, yeah, stomach anything. virus, um, even even bad test results, yeah, you know, um, yeah, I mean it's um, evident that Tony has three blockages, you know, to his heart. But we don't dwell on that, No. you know. We we pray against that and we release, we loose that spirit of healing over his body. If, um, I mean, if somebody was diagnosed with whatever, fill in the blank, well, that's not from God. Sickness does not come from God. So we know that that's an attack of the enemy. And. So you bind that, that sickness or bad report, you bind it up, and you you start praying. You loose that spirit of um, healing over that person. Is it something else you wanted to say? No. Uh-huh. All right. Let's. <laughs> so get away from us, so I not. know. So <laughs> do you see where where we have authority? We have authority authority to bind and loose and um let's look we have to
1: use that authority and we have to know how to use that authority right and y'all, we know bad things happen we we can sit here and dwell on the bad things that's happened in our life over and over and over but we're not because god has been so good to us and we're going to lose all the good things over our lives and we're going to keep praying over the good things and releasing the good things. Financially, healthy, whatever it is. And no, we're not rich. By no means. In the Lord. We're rich in the Lord. Right. But in the world's eyes, no, we're just poor people.
0: Luke 9, 1.
1: I'm trying. This new Bible's opening up a lot better doing this turning them pages. 9-1? Yes, sir. One day Jesus called together his 12 disciples and gave them power and authority to cast out demons and heal these diseases. How far?
0: 9-1. Okay. But I mean, if you want to go on a little further.
1: Then he sent... <laughs> no, will wait. <laughs> so he summoned his
0: 12... Um, summoning the twelve we know that's the disciples he gave them power and authority over all the demons and to heal diseases that's what, we, that's what we've been talking about um,
1: alright I'm going to read I, I read this the other night so I'm going to go ahead and read it then he sent them out to tell everyone about the kingdom of God and to heal the, uh, the sick take nothing for your journey he instructed them don't take a walking stick, a traveling bag, food, money, or even cha- a change of clothes. Wherever you stay, uh, wherever you go, stay in the same house until you leave. If you uh, And if a town refuses to welcome you, shake the dust from your feet and you will leave. Uh, I'm sorry. And if a town refuses to welcome you, shake its dust from your feet as you leave to show that you have abandoned those people to their fate. So they begin their uh, circuit of the villages, preaching the good news and healing the sick. And that's why Jesus was still walking. He sent those twelve out right then. The
0: Passion Translation reads... Jesus summoned together his 12 apostles and imparted, remember that's, I said that when we first, when we first started, and imparted to them authority over every demon and the power to heal every disease. Mm. So, He
1: gave them the authority. All right, let me put this in perspective for you. Uh, when the Holy Spirit fills you up from head to toe or from toe to head, ever how you feel it when you when you give your life to God and the Holy Spirit fills you up, do you think that's when you have that authority?
0: Yeah, it's imparted. At, I mean, I would think I it's would imparted think it is at that too. moment. Yeah. And it's just like... Um, someone comes out of worldly ways and um, I'm not going to start naming things, but you know, they 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 weren't a saint, (laughs) you know, they they were doing some things that weren't good, and all of a sudden now they they have found salvation, they have got Jesus living in their heart and they keep coming to church. And we've had oh, people...
1: And they start reading their right, word. Right.
0: And But we've had people... Well, they're not saved. Well, Tony, let them in the sinner's prayer. Well, I don't care. They're not saved. Well, one, we can't judge them.
1: No, because that's between them but and they're, God.
0: They're at the bar on you know, Monday nights and Tuesday nights. And I wanted to say, well, how do you know? But I didn't. Um, but
1: when, when somebody comes to God, they're not going to be boom, bound. We've
0: seen that. Changed
1: overnight. We have, we seen, have it. seen it. We have seen it. We have seen it. just it.
0: instantaneously delivered from drugs. Yeah. Never pick it back up.
1: And never have a desire.
0: And, but though there's some that.
1: It takes a process. You know,
0: it, hey, Thank God. They're coming to church. Yeah. You know, they're
1: when when a person receives Christ in their hands and God fills them up. They have that authority. That's right. They now, might
0: not know it. They might not it. understand it. But just like, you know, they go to they go to church say once a week, but they go to the bar four times a week. And as they keep coming back to church and as the church Their church family...
1: Loves on,
0: Loves on them, is praying for them.
1: And shows them that there's more to God than just coming to church.
0: That's when all of those, those seeds that have been planted, hearing God's Word preached, or reading their Bible, and now they're coming to church twice a week. Yeah. And maybe they're only going to the bar room once a week because, say, they... You know, they um, play pool or whatever. What other things can you do? Oh, I don't know. So whatever else you can do. And, and then the next thing, you know, they're growing, you know, as well, scripture says, you know, they're gonna be drinking milk and then getting ready, you know, for the meat of the word
1: okay and, and let me let me add a little bit right here that's what we're doing we're talking about some of that really good prime steak right now mm, because when we're not even a meat eater. <laughs> but when we're getting into this word a little bit deeper and a little bit more and we start understanding how to make this word work we've already once we receive christ we have it's that there. power
0: it's there you but might we've got to learn it. how
1: to use it that's
0: right It's to be that's, activated that's
1: what we're doing we're act we're helping to activate that word to activate the authority that we have in christ and now we can go a little bit further if you've been fasting with us and you haven't sacrificed fast a little more <laughs> if you didn't get hungry Fast a little more Because I got hungry two days Monday Boy I breezed through it It was It was late when we eat Monday But yesterday I got hungry Today I got hungry And We'll see what tomorrow does But When we start activating that power When we sacrifice And we're giving to God And we want wanting more of God And all of a sudden This is going to come to life Where it says Is it nine? Nine one, nine one. Nine one, one One day Jesus called together his twelve disciples and then all of his disciples in the world he called us all together and he gave them power and authority to go and cast all demons out and to heal all diseases. And then it makes a lot more sense because we learn that we are a part of that that disciples because he told us all he could go and make disciples of all nations. Okay, when we make disciples, we are one of those disciples. We're not the twelve that the uh twelve original ones that he called up the We are a disciple that has been given the authority and then when we start using that authority and we start learning more about that authority, and then everything changes. then you don't want to go to the bar you don't even want to go and and listen to the music or dance you'd rather dance before the lord there's nothing wrong with that worshiping god in dance worshiping god in music I, I i said the other day i love all kind of music i love all kind of music it doesn't matter to me as long as i can understand the words in the rap music sometimes my ears can't can't make it work but As long as I can understand those words and they're worshiping God, hey, let's worship God. All right, I'm so sorry. Mm
0: -mm. We're going to go to Isaiah 22, 22.
1: I had this one, marked.
0: Oh, good. Do you want to read it?
1: Yeah. As soon as I find it, it says, I will give him the keys of the house of David the highest position in the royal court. When he opens doors, no one will be able to close them. When he closes doors, no one will be able to open them. That's Isaiah twenty-two twenty-two. That's one of another one of Becky's favorite scriptures. Well, that's the
0: one that's on my necklace. Yeah, that's and my number. Um, I could walk by anywhere that had numbers if it was a clock um the um the stove the microwave my cell phone the computer you know driving through town and you see the time and temperature and it you know 222 is 222 here it's it's like oh, these twos are everywhere
1: <laughs> and
0: so i really fell in love with you know Seeing the number two and especially 222. And TJ and Amber um, lived with us for about a year and a half. And and I would tell them, Oh my gosh, y'all, it's 222 again. And so they got to paying an attention. And um, then it was just like, you know, doing screenshots. It's 222 and, you know, texting it to them or whatever. Um, and then, like I said, that was you know, uh, the scripture. You know, we really—I I mean, I can say for myself—I stood on um, when they as they walked through this infertility. Well, with with other scriptures, and so the day—I
1: was thinking about the barren land.
0: The day Cadison was born, um, she was due actually. Christmas Eve, December twenty fourth, and she came. Was it twenty days early?
1: Yeah.
0: And y'all, you know, she was de- uh, she was born on the fourth, December the fourth. So when everybody got back to her room, um, they said, <laughs> "Guess what time she was born?"
1: Amber looked at us, and she was so excited. She was like.
0: 222 <laughs> I was like what uh, that, yeah, that, I mean that was it's like god I know you're in total and complete control um, never, n- not that I ever had any doubts but I mean if I right. would have had a doubt that would have been mm-hmm, see I told you so uh, that was that was pretty powerful so keys um, Tony Red. Uh, Isaiah 22 22 keys are symbolic to authority. You have a key to your front door, and you know, if say you misplace your key, you're not going to get in. You don't have access to your house. Um, you have a key to your vehicle, and if you lock them up on accident, you do not have access <laughs> to get into your vehicle,
1: especially a Toyota.
0: That poor little man spent
1: a long uh, time,
0: like 30 to 45 minutes, maybe even an hour, trying to get my car open. And when he drove up and he saw, you know, Toyota, he's like, "Um, I'm going to try. And I I said, just don't, it'll be fine. I'll just call my husband to come get me. Because I had another key, it was just. 20 miles away at home.
1: And the husband was about 35 miles away. Right.
0: The key was in the middle of both
1: of us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, anyway, we, we finally, um, my friend loans, Shanna loans me her car and I, because we were together and, um, Thank God. Yeah, so. yeah. Anywho, if you don't have a key, you don't have access. If we don't have a key through... Being a born again believer, we're not going to have access. We're not going to have a key to the, to God's promises. Um, did we read Luke ten nineteen? Oh, I don't
1: know.
0: Yeah, I have it wrote down again.
1: All right. <clears throat> uh, Luke. 10, 19, look, I have given you authority over all the power of enemies, and you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Uh, nothing uh, <clears throat> nothing will injure you.
0: So I, I wrote it down again. Uh it says Jesus has given his disciples authority. As a born-again believer, we too have authority. It's our key. When we use God's word in prayer, we are using our spiritual keys that unlock doors that we could not have access to and the power to bind and loose. So, in big gigantic letters here on my notes, I have use your key. So, we're going to go to 1 Samuel 17. Oh, you're already there. Let me...
1: What scripture is it, though? Because that's a lot of reading, and my eyes are watering tonight. <laughs>
0: <sighs> There's my pen. Oh. Alright. I'll read a little bit, and then you can read a We're little gonna bit.
1: We're going to read the whole thing? Well, maybe. Okay.
0: I just have some stuff underlined. Um, so, 1 Samuel 17, and this is David and Goliath it says the philistines gathered their forces for war at sacca because i had i knew i had wrote that down in sacca in judah and camped between sacca and Azica in f's damon damon
1: i think i'm glad she started <laughs>
0: Saul and I don't know if I'm able to see this. Saul and the men of Israel, you're gonna to have to read it. I
1: can't. I just. Saul countered by gathering his Israelite troops near the valley of Eli So the Philistines and the Israelites faced each other on opposing uh, opposite hills with a valley between them. Then Goliath, a Philistine champion from G- uh, Gath came out of the Philistine ranks to face the, the forces of Israel. He was over nine feet tall. He wore a bronze helmet. His bronze coat of uh, mail weighed 125 pounds. He also wore bronze leg armor. He carried a bronze javelin on his shoulder. The shaft of his spear was as heavy and as thick as a uh, waver's beam, tipped with an iron spearhead that weighed 15 pounds. His armor-bearer walked ahead of him, carrying a shield. Goliath stood and shouted in uh, a taunt across to the Israelites, Why are you all coming out of... Uh, Why are you all coming out to fight, he called. I am the Philistine champion, but you are only the servants of Saul. Choose one man to come down here and fight me. If he kills me, then we will be your slave. But if I kill him, you will be our slave. I defy the armies of Israel today. Send me a man who will fight me. When Saul and the Israelites heard this, they were terrified and deeply shaken.
0: All right, so we talked about the other night. I don't remember what night it was, but we talked about being terrified. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was Monday night. And so what's the giant in your life?
1: What's holding us back?
0: What, um what what is it that you can use your authority and your spiritual keys to take that giant down
1: and are you using them
0: is it fear of from this virus i mean we know the virus is real so is it fear is it fear of sending your children back to school is it fear of maybe you're a teacher and returning to the classroom You know, seek God's face. Find peace in whatever decision, you know, that it is that He has for you. Okay,
1: I want to go one step further. Is it fear of not knowing enough of God's Word to use it? Is it the fear of not understanding God's Word to use it? Let me tell y'all something. I have made so many mistakes in front of people and thinking i understood what the word really meant but i really didn't understand it until later but it wasn't that i was wrong it was that i wasn't using it to the fullest extent so hey just start using it and when you start praying that word and when you start praying that authority when you start praying those things then all of a sudden the holy Spirit's going to give you those words to use and when you start studying and reading God's Word, and then when you're praying, they're just going to come out. And that authority is going to come out when you're praying. Have you ever heard those those old-time Pentecost ladies or the old-time Pentecost man, and, and they start praying and they start getting louder and louder and they start proclaiming in Jesus' name? They're using that word in authority. We just read we're using Jesus' name in authority and, and I'm sorry.
0: You no, know, I was just trying to see where we could can you pick up in verse I love this Bible, but man the writing is so <laughs>
1: tiny. Now if you I let me it, let's go back just a little bit and we're gonna give you a little recap. Alright. This is Goliath, the story of uh David and Goliath. Most most of us understand it as David had five stones, a sling, a slingshot. And he went and killed the giant, but there's there's some more truth in here. Yeah, right. there's lots of where, where we're going.
0: Um, I think that's what is right that? There? No, what does that say right there? Is that 1916? Sixteen.
1: 16? For forty days, every morning and evening, the Philistine champion uh, strutted in front of the Israelites' army. One day. Jesse said to David, Take that basket of roasted grain, these ten loaves of bread, and carry them quickly to your brothers. And give, them, uh, give these ten cuts of cheese to their captain. See how your brothers are getting along, and bring back a report on how they are doing. Uh, David's brothers were with Saul and the Israelites' army at the valley of Eli... Is it Eli? I
0: think it's Ella.
1: Ella. Fighting against the Philistines. All right. This is where... This is where Jesse sent David to check on the brothers. This is how David got to the to the site of, of where Goliath was. All right.
0: So this next scripture is... You've probably read through it many times. But... Read, what is that? Oh. Uh,
1: verse 20. Okay. So David left the sheep with another shepherd, set out early, in, uh, early the next morning with the gifts, as Jesse had directed him. He arrived at the camp just as your Israelite army was leaving for the battlefield with shouts and battle cries. Keep going? Well,
0: Mine says, and this is, um, I think it's, yeah, uh, CSE Christian Standard. It says, so David got up early in the morning. He left the flock with someone to keep it, loaded up, and set out as Jesse had charged him. David got up, and he knew, you know, what was ahead, but he get he got he got up early that morning. He didn't sleep till noon, or no. he didn't sleep in. David got up because the enemy shows up when we're sleeping.
1: That's right. Uh, we're gonna keep going, or no? What let's.
0: Uh, and the next one I have highlighted is if you want to tell the story between the two, maybe down to going? thirty. Um,
1: 32, 31, 32, something like that. All right, 30, uh, we're going to go to 32. Don't worry about the Philistine, David told Saul. I'll go fight him. Don't be ridiculous, Saul replied. There's no way you can fight this Philistine and possibly win. You're only a boy. I he. Th-
0: I think... um one of my Bibles says that he was like five foot eight, five yeah, foot nine. Yeah, David so, was a small boy. You know, boy. so, you know, average height, not, I mean, he wasn't, you know,
1: yeah.
0: four foot something. But, you know, so he's average height and tell him what's next.
1: He's I've been a this. man of war. Since his youth,
0: but this David, David got up.
1: <laughs> this is one of the this is one of the ones that we all think about. But David persist persisted. I have been taking care of my father's sheep and goat. He said, "When a lion or a bear comes to steal a, a lamb from the flock, I go after it with a club." And rescue the lamb from its mouth. If the animal turns on me, I catch it by the jaw, and club it to death. I have done this to both lions and bears. I'll do it to that uh, to this pagan, Palestine uh, Philistine, too, for he has defied the uh, has defied. The armies of the living God. I think that's thirty-seven. The Lord will rescue me from the claw. If the Lord will rescue me from the claws of the lion and the uh, and the bear, will rescue. uh, And the bear, he'll rescue me from this uh, Philistine. Saul finally considered. All right, go ahead. He said, and may the Lord be with you. Then I I got to read this cuz this is this is it, it's just good. Then Saul gave David his own armor and bronze helmet and and uh coat of mail and David put it on, strapped the sword over uh the sword over it and took a step or two to see what it was like and he had never worn such a thing before. I can't go in this in these, he uh, protested to Saul, "I'm not used to them." So David took them off again. He picked up five smooth stones from a stream and put them in his shepherd's bag. Then, armed only with his shepherd's staff and sling,
0: All right. So, why do you think it was five, five stones?
1: I don't know. Tell us.
0: Well, I mean, I'm I'm
1: just,
0: (laughs) how many times do we, well, I'm going to pray about it, and the next morning, you get up early, well, I guess I'm just not going to do that. God didn't answer me.
1: Yeah.
0: But David picked up five stones, so he said, if I miss the first time, I'm going to try again. If I miss the second time, I'm going to try again he knew what he was capable of
1: yeah and and he put it in his shepherd's bag yeah. he didn't he didn't pack them down in his pockets or he, in a bag where he couldn't reach them he put yeah. them where they'd be convenient
0: because that was he was a shepherd boy
1: yeah
0: he he that's that was his job
1: and, and he was familiar with
0: he it. was familiar not in um Saul's armor, or what was the word your um, yours used? The, uh, I don't know,
1: attire, um, coat. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what it He's was. He's not, he
0: wasn't comfortable. That would be like, um, you know, me gonna, oh, I'm gonna run to town and I don't have my shoes on. Let me just put on Tony's work boots. <laughs> Could you just see me trying to drive the car? Or or a walk to the car. You know, you're not used to
1: those boots.
0: They're too big.
1: Probably not going to pick your foot up enough to put it on the brake.
0: Right. So, and Tony doesn't have a big foot. (laughs) It's
1: just... I just got good big boots. They're
0: bigger than, (laughs) you know, what I'm comfortable in. And so I think that, you know, that's what they're trying to um, say here. David knew I'm comfortable being a shepherd boy. I know how to defend myself defend my flock as a shepherd boy let me just go up against this giant with what i'm comfortable with right and i'm gonna take five stones because i'm prepared and i'm ready if if i miss i'm gonna try again so he's persistent
1: Hmm. all right can i finish reading because it- oh. It's just, it's just getting good now. All right, I'm going to back up and read this. Uh, then, armed only with his shepherd's staff and sling, he started across the valley to fight the Philistine. Goliath walked out towards David with his shield bearer ahead of him. Now, that's a person holding his shield in front of him. So, actually, it was actually two people. The guy that was trying to stop all the stuff coming at him and Goliath. All right. Uh, the shield bearer ahead of him, snaring and in, uh, in contempt at this ruddy faced boy. Am I a dog? He roared at David. That you come at me with a stick? And he cursed David by the names of his gods. Come over here. And I'll give your flesh to the birds and the wild animals, Goliath yelled. David replied to so, the Philistine, so, so
0: Goliath is talking smack.
1: He's talking good he's smack. He's trying to, yeah. you know,
0: Oh, you, you little boy, what are you, you know, What are you doing? You know, maybe you should go take your sticks and go, <laughs> go back and play in the dirt. And, you know, he's, he's just safe. trying to, He's trying to win the battle.
1: He's trying to intimidate.
0: Yeah, by intimidation. By yeah. I'm just going to talk you down. You're going to turn your back, and I'm going to get you.
1: I I and, and I hate this. I'm not, I I hate the part when I go to the baseball field and there's somebody always talking and talking that smack on the other side and they talking these kids down. Now bigger kids they can handle it because they can they can go back and forth. But the little kids, you know, I hate that but that's sort of what he was doing here Mm -hmm. he was talking to the little boy and talking that smack but let me tell you what david said yeah
0: well it's the same way in in our world you know the enemy wants to talk smack with us yeah you know oh you got a fever well you you probably need to go get tested for corona
1: you probably gonna have that virus you're probably gonna end up in the hospital
0: and so they got
1: a ventilator with your name on it yeah, already. Yeah, he's
0: he's he's that's that's just how he operates. He wants yeah. to talk smack with us. And we need to have that spirit of David. Yeah. What does he tell what is David telling?
1: David says, David replied to the Philistine, You come to me with sword, spear, and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies. The God of the armies of Israel whom you have defied. Today the Lord will conquer you and I will kill you and cut off your head and then I will give your dead bodies to your men. Uh, Oh, wait a minute, I I lost myself. (laughs) And then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and the wild uh, animals and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. And everyone, assembled here, uh, and everyone assembled here will know that the Lord rescued His people, but not with a sword and a spear. This is the Lord's battle, and He will give you to us. As Goliath moved closer to attack, David quickly ran out to meet him, reaching into his shepherd's bag. Taking out a stone, he hur- hurled it with his sling and hit the Philistine in the forehead. The stone sank in and Goliath stumbled and fell face down on the ground. So David trium- triumphant over the Philistine with only a sling and a stone, for he had no sword. Then David ran over, pulled Goliath's sword from his sheath. David used it to kill him and to cut off his head.
0: Isn't that good? I love where it says, David said to the Philistine, so now here he is, Looking, how tall was the nine foot? Nine feet. That is like three feet taller than him.
1: That's almost.
0: They're over three feet. Yeah. Three and yeah. a half.
1: And if you look at it in, in, you know, in feet, he's almost twice as big as David. Is. That's
0: right. But he said,
1: and he had all of his armor on, right. even the guy in front of him holding the shield. So can you imagine how big he looked?
0: Yeah. I mean, his armor—it said weighed 125 pounds.
1: Yeah. It was a lot. That's a
0: lot he said, David says to to the Philistine, you come against me with a sword, a spear, and a javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord of armies. David's using his authority. David is using his key. I have I have, keys that I can use. This is my weapon. Alright, and then I love the part where it says at verse, I uh, think I think that's at that 46, when the Philistines started toward to attack him. So here he comes. He's thinking, oh, done talk smack. Well, that didn't scare me. Well, I'm just going to take a couple of steps toward you. What did David do? David ran quickly to the battle line to meet the Philistine.
1: Yeah. Head on. He didn't back down.
0: He didn't, and we have got to. How many times does something, um, it's an attack come from all different kind of ways, and first thing we want to do is turn our back, run, and go cover our head up with our covers. Right. We don't, you know, and that David ran towards this giant, Mm. did you want to read any more
1: just a little bit okay go ahead when the Philistines saw that their champion was dead they turned and ran
0: from this five foot nine young man
1: I'm going to bring out a point right now and you probably never heard this And we're not going to stay on it for just a minute. Then the men of Israel and Judah gave a great shout of triumph and rushed after the the Philistines, chasing them as far as Gath and the gates of Ekron. It was only after David showed his authority and then all of a sudden, everybody on that army, they got a burst. Of, yes, we can do right. this. Right. So just imagine if you take your authority during this time and use this authority to start praying in the name of Jesus. Right. Because that's what we're doing right now. Use your keys. We. This. That's what this whole fast is all about. Taking authority telling that virus it's got to go, telling all the sickness it's got to go, praying for our our family that's dealing with all these things, praying for the, the friends that we know that's still in the hospital, praying for the family that's going through all these things and lost loved ones. We are taking that authority from the devil and we are loosing God's power over these things. And just imagine... If we do it right here in Louisiana and then somebody in the next parish does it and somebody in the next parish does it and it starts going east and west and then all of a sudden somebody over in Mississippi and then somebody over here in east Texas and then central Texas west texas and then it goes north up into oklahoma and then over into arkansas and then all of a sudden everywhere there's people taking authority over this disease and over this virus and all of a sudden it's going away because in the name of jesus as we pray against these things we are binding this virus on earth and we are loosing the healing power of jesus christ to wipe this thing out
0: you're really close
1: I'm so sorry.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, but use your keys. And you might be, you know, you've got an arsenal full of scripture. You know, you've got those scriptures um, memorized. And, well, I don't know which one to use. Just like you had, like the jar of keys I have back there. I have absolutely no, I mean, I bought keys. That, uh, Tony bought them. I saw him. Forgot to get them, um, and he went back. It was at a little flea market, thrift store type thing. And uh, so it is just a random keys, but they go to something. If you're using your spiritual keys, and that scripture doesn't seem to, you know, you don't have breakthrough. Grab you another key. Lord, your word says. You know, with Amber uh, and TJ and the infertility, we had we had several keys. We had a lot of keys. We were using. Lord, your word says, in such and such, such, your your word says, and that's that's what we have to we have to have those five stones, just like David. Right. We can't give up because well, she didn't get pregnant. Well, you don't stop. You keep using your authority. You keep. Using your keys. Memorize some more scripture. Dig into the word. Um, David knew he couldn't fight this battle alone. We can't fight this corona battle alone. We can't fight the infertility battle alone. We can't fight... um, The addictions. Addictions, marriages, uh, wayward kids, health issues... We can't fight it alone David knew in order to save his life he had to trust God to slay that giant because that giant could have just sounds like he could have just walked up to him and smushed him with his foot but he went to the battle line he wasn't intimidated with with
1: without the smoke
0: yeah his those all those words okay
1: let me... You hold your spot. Don't lose it. I've got it. my spot. All right. He wasn't intimidated for what the world was telling us about this virus. He he knew what he was up against, but he wasn't intimidated. It
0: was real. He could see the giant. We know Corona we know is real. this is
1: real, but it's not intimidating us because we know that we go to the battle with, with the God of, we, of, of the army of heavens.
0: We have to stay... Toe that battle line and instead of... Oh, Natchitoches Parish has, or Sabine Parish has so, you know, so many more. We can't turn, David, didn't he run towards the giant? We've got to run towards those reports that are saying, you know, this, this, and this. And have those five stones... And know what the scripture says and, and use those scriptures, use those keys, use that authority. So could you be like David and, and be called a giant slayer?
1: Have we ever thought about that? You
0: know, when we probably well TJ and Amber when they when she had Cadison They had already, they had been married for four and a half years, and we started praying as soon as they said, I do, Lord, I want a bunch of grandbabies. That's right. And so when that day, two days after my birthday, and she sent me, Tony, and TJ, which TJ already knew, but she sent us a group text and said, and with some uh, pregnancy tests and said, guess what? (laughs) Mm-hmm. And you know, I could have went and told everybody I I, I pray for this and look and look. It wasn't anything I done. No,
1: we just nailed our faith. We
0: stood the battle line. We had our five stones.
1: And we, we kept praying. And
0: we just we didn't give up. We right. kept praying and God is faithful.
1: He's and, always faithful. And deliver. now
0: she's Cattison is... uh, She's almost 20 months old.
1: She has us wrapped around her finger.
0: Tight as them little curls she has in her (laughs) hair. And uh, God is faithful. But we could have easily... This is just too hard. Here, let me just give you some money and let's just start the adoption process. I want a baby now. Yeah. And this little girl is the perfect combination of her mama and her daddy. I see her daddy. I see my baby boy, but I see her mama. You know, she's fair complected and got blonde hair just like TJ did. Amber's, you know, got a beautiful olive complexion and these, this dark hair and these Beautiful blue eyes Cadison has her mama's eyes. I mean there's just the way she looks at you, she can squint her eyes or um, But I mean nothing but God But we had to do our part
1: And we can have that same reaction after this virus is gone because After all of this is gone, after we've stood our ground and we are loosing, loosing healing, and we are loosing, we are binding this this virus on earth, we are binding it, and we are loosing health uh, over everybody, when this thing is gone, we're going to be able to look back and say, I am so proud that I fasted that time and helped myself to see that those stripes that Jesus bore on his body, we can claim our healing through that. We can hold on to our healing through that, and through everything that Jesus done for us. We can believe it, and we can believe that we have that same authority that David had when we, he ran to that battle line and slung that uh, that stone up. He said, "I come to you in the name of the Lord." We come to this uh, against this virus in the name of the Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We have the authority. We have the keys to that authority right here. And I'll be the first to say I don't know all of it, but I'm learning. We, I mean, It's a daily journey of learning more of this. We would
0: never... I mean, we could read the Bible. We could have read the Bible X amount of times, but because it's a living word just like those we talked about ivy and ivory last night it's alive and we're gonna learn something new every time we open the scripture that's right but we have to be looking
1: for it and and and, and the more we learn and the further we get into it I think
0: we went over our yeah calendar. we
1: have but when we when we understand, <laughs> that God's Word is living. And every time we read it, we learn learning more. we, we learn learning more about that authority and we learn learning more about those keys and we learn learning more about what we can use that authority for. And we learn more about the Word of God itself. And then when we start living it, and all of a sudden, we're not wanting to go to the bar anymore, even though we had so much fun meeting with our friends, even though we didn't touch the alcohol at all after we received Christ as our Savior and we was filled with the Holy Spirit and we never drank again. And then we just wanted to go shoot pool or we wanted to go and dance and, and then all of a sudden all we want to do is learn more about God and watch a Christian movie and be around those Christian people and go to a prayer meeting and then 25 years later you're wanting to call it all out fast and say we need to come together because our world is up against something that the That's just horrible. The world is telling us it can kill us all.
0: Just like that giant that David
1: Yeah. Just like John Ten Ten. The devil, Satan, he comes, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus. But Jesus. But Jesus came. What what did he come to do?
0: Give life
1: and life more abundantly. Not just life. More abundantly. Do you know
0: what abundantly means? It's more than enough. It is more than you can wrap your head around. It is more than you can contain. It is more than... It's just. It's It's more than you can ever
1: imagine. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: It's more than you can ever imagine.
0: So, to have that, we're going to have to, when the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, we're going to have to be like David. We're going to have to have the spirit of David where I don't care how big he is and I don't care what kind of smack he talks. I'm going to stand on this battle line, and when he says something, I'm going to go towards him. I'm going to run not away. We don't turn our back.
1: We're going forward.
0: And it might not be a well, nine-foot nine nine foot. giant. It might be a test. A, a, um, what is it? For your health. Blood work. An X-ray, an MRI. It could be that swab that they had to swab you with. It could be a giant a fear. Do I send my child to school? Well, I don't want them to get behind if I homeschool them because I'm not qualified to teach them. David wasn't qualified
1: as a soldier
0: to fight a giant he was a shepherd boy but he knew where he stood he knew I come to you in the name of the Lord and he was prepared could you be called a giant slayer (laughs) a giant slayer is obedient that's right Nope, go this way, go that way, yes, sir, and you keep going. Giant slayers are submitted to God. They know that He's the authority. We might have authority, but it's only because of Him. Giant slayers are disciplined, just like David got up early in the morning. You know, you don't sleep your day away. or And, and I'm, I've, I've been guilty. Uh, you know, you're just tired, and it's just, oh, just to stay in bed. But don't stay in bed because of everything that's going on. You know, don't let that overtake you. Giant slayers are focused. David knew. Okay, my focus is on that nine-foot giant that he could easily take me out. He didn't take his eye off of Goliath.
1: At the prize.
0: Um, he took authority over that giant. I come to you in the name of the Lord. David used his keys. He used his authority. Um, giant slayers are confident in their calling. David is at the line at the battle line and he's confident in his calling he took care of his sheep that was his job if he said a lion or a bear come in and attacked got one of his of the sheep that he's responsible for that he's the caretaker the babysitter whatever you want to call it He's responsible for those those sheep. He said he went after it.
1: Yeah.
0: And beat it with a club. And a club is not... It's a stick. Yeah, it's not big. It's a stick. So when he knew he could do that, he's confident in taking out a nine-foot giant. And we... We tend to categorize. Oh, I can handle that. You know, I, I won't worry God with you know this little thing. Oh, that one's a big one. I need. We've got to treat that little giant. If it's your child running a hundred and one fever, we've got to treat that just like it was that nine foot giant that David faced.
1: And sometimes late at night, like right now, if your child is running a fever like that. It becomes a giant, right? It becomes a giant. So, but I like that last part that you wrote right there.
0: You have to know, giant slayers know their identity is in Christ.
1: Yeah,
0: it's not founded anywhere else. It's not found in. Well, David, you let. We lost six sheep last season because. Nope.
1: He said he would grab the jaws. And pull them apart. Pull them apart. He said,
0: no, I did my best to save every one of them. So giant slayers are focused. They're they're prepared. They're ready. They're confident. They know uh, who gives them their authority and whom their authority comes from. They know who they are in Christ. They um they don't turn their back. They're disciplined,
1: and they stand firm,
0: and they stand. They don't move. They don't. They don't back away from the line, the 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 battle line, not the physical line. Well, he didn't back away from the lion either. He went after it too. <laughs> but when you know your authority is in Christ that He has imparted His authority into your spirit, man. It's just something that's going to rise up in you and you're going to be... Come on, giant. I am ready. That's right. I, if I, I have five stones, because if I miss the first time, I'm going to get you the second time. First time, that's just going to be free. You know, kind of a practice shot. But I know in whose authority I came. I know um, that the Lord is fighting this battle. My strength comes from Him. Mm. So will you be a giant slayer? And maybe you feel like a giant. I can eat a giant right now. I'm so hungry after fasting. But once you get that flesh crucified... Like Tony said, those hunger pains—they'll—they eventually stop. Your After body, seven
1: days. Your, oh yeah. Your
0: body adjusts, it, it, but you've got to drink your, you know, your water, your juice, broth, whatever. But that's one thing, God. When you fast and pray and give. So. Hmm. Will you be a giant slayer?
1: We need giant slayers right now. All right, we have we have kept y'all way longer than we thought we was.
0: I had to make up for yesterday. I
1: didn't,
0: <laughs> I didn't feel like a giant slayer yesterday.
1: But you do today. <sighs> do you so, want to pray? Or do you want me to pray? Or
0: It don't matter. You had said something about playing music, but I don't...
1: We don't have any music. Well, right and
0: right. I don't want it to... Um, to over- give it, well, give it, like, it gave us trouble last time. Yeah, remember?
1: that is true, yeah. So. We, uh, if, if if y'all will pray with us, and if you want to stop it, if you've listened this long and you want to stop it, that's fine. But we're about to pray. And we're going to pray with authority. And we're going to pray with some of the keys. But I want to say something. I want to say something. Because after David cut the head of the giant off, and then there was a loud triumphant roar and then every man on that army took off after the Philistines this is that time when we take off after whatever it is holding us back after those things that we can't just get rid, get rid of and get uh get the uh peace about we're about to roar and and go into battle, and ask for for God's blessings on all these people that has lost loved ones with this virus. All the ones that are in, in in the hospital still fighting to get off of them ventilators, those CPAP machines. All the ones that are are struggling to battle this, to overcome this thing. We're about to go into war with them right now. We are about to toe that line in just a matter of moments and what i'm asking you are you ready to go to war are you ready to go to battle it don't matter if you know just a couple of scriptures go find you a couple of scriptures you can go back and read some of the ones that we just read and think about them and and apply them and ever how you can we're about to go to battle and i may not use that many scriptures but we're about to go to battle we're about to go to battle right now are you ready are you ready father in the name of Jesus Lord we come to you with the authority that you have given us in Matthew and the great commission you said all authority has been given to you to you Jesus on heaven and on earth and you told us in two or three different places where when we bind the things on earth they are bound in heaven So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we are binding this this COVID-19, this coronavirus, Lord. We are binding it in the name of Jesus right now on this earth. We are looking for it to be gone because you have authority over it. You have the authority to wipe it out because everything that is from you is good and not evil. And this is evil, Lord. So we're not saying that it's from you. We are saying it's from the, the pits of hell, from the enemy. So, Father, in the name of Jesus right now, we are binding this virus Lord all the families that are are dealing with, with the deaths over this virus all the ones, our loved ones that are dealing with this virus that's That's tested positive and don't really know, well, is it safe to go back out? Is it safe to go around people? They don't really know what to do, when to do it or why to do it. The world is telling us one thing and Lord, I just give them peace. I pray peace over them. I pray that the the after effects of that virus is gone and it will not be transmitted from one person to another again, no more. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray protection over everyone that's in the sound of our voice in this area, in this region, Lord. We pray protection over everybody. Lord, we all know that if this virus quits moving and it quits and it stops, it's going to dry up and go away. So, Father, we pray to the, to, the, to the roots of this thing right now that it is drying up just like we do with cancer, Lord. We curse the roots of it. We pray in the name of Jesus that it's going to dry up and go away and never come back again. Father, we praying over the kids right now. Lord, we're praying over these kids because, Lord, here we are as adults. We don't really know what's going on. We don't really know what's best. and We don't really know what, what needs to happen, Lord, but just think how those kids are feeling, Lord. I pray just a comfort over each one of them. Lord, you know those small children are listening to the adults and listening to the news and listening to what the world is saying, Lord. I pray comfort, peace over each one of them. Lord, I pray a hand of protection over each one of them, Lord. I pray that their their world is not turned upside down anymore, Lord, that they have some routine and comfort and security. Lord, I, I pray that you move in each one of their lives so that they know that you are in control and they can trust in you and they can come to you. And they don't have to worry because you said that you have given us a sound mind. And Lord, they're not the confusion in their mind, Lord. I pray that it's going away. Father, we praise you for for the things that's about to happen right now, Lord. David was a was a midget compared to that giant. He was half the size, just a little over half the size of that giant. Lord, but he went with the power and authority. He said, I come to you in the name of my Lord, the Lord that he served. And you are the same Lord that we serve. So, Father, I pray as this giant is facing us, that we can sling that stone up and sink it deep into the forehead of this virus, of these these things that the world is throwing out at us. Father, I pray that we take authority over those things right now and we can walk on them and step on them. The snares of the, the heads of the scorpion and the snakes, we can, we can stomp on them and kill them. And they'll never come back to haunt us again. Father, we do these things in your name because your name has power. Every knee shall bow at your name, Lord. Every disease shall bow at your name. Every disease that sh- uh, shall bow at your name, Lord. Everything that we are going through, it's got to bow. It's got to heed to your name. So in the name of Jesus, Lord, we are calling all these things. Gone. We are binding them up on this earth. We are binding them up right now. And Lord, you say when we bind it up here, you're going to bind it in heaven. And we're going to loose. We're going to loose a normalcy over our lives, over the lives of everybody here. We're going to loose the normal life that we, that you desire for us to have. We're going to loose health over everybody's life. We're going to loose, loose protection over everybody In everything, Lord, and we're going to lose salvation over everyone that doesn't understand what salvation is. Lord, we're going to lose these things in the name of Jesus right now, Lord. You have given us the keys to do these things. You have given us the keys, Lord. You said you would shut up doors that didn't need to be opened. You would shut them and you would open doors that no one could open. And and, and Lord, you have done these things in our lives so we know that you'll do it right now. So Lord, I pray that if there is a door open right now that we don't need to be stepping in. If there is a door open right now that needs to be shut, Father, I pray that you shut it and seal it off where nothing can get in and nothing can get out. And Lord, I pray that you open the doors up in our life and everything that we we need Lord those good and perfect things I pray that you open those doors up, up open wide so the blessings that you have for us will flow and continue to flow Father you're a good father and we look to you for everything and we praise you for everything because you are a good good father
0: I just feel like the Lord is saying that those that want to be those giant slayers, that wants to have that spirit of David over their lives, God is saying now is the time to activate that roar that is deep within you, that spirit of timidity. "Well, I'm too quiet, or I could never do that. God saying you're my child it's time to toe the line and roar at that giant not turn your back not back down but to release that roar that is deep within you and so we bind a spirit of fear we, we bind that spirit of timidity and we just we loose the power of the Holy Spirit to just infiltrate every person that's listening and to ignite that roar that is so deep within. That's maybe it, it's it's roaring, but it's been muffled. We release that roar to go all across the nations. In the name of Jesus.
1: Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. I don't even know what to say.
0: Until next time.
1: Y'all have a great afternoon. Mm